Live from the VMP Dispersal Draft, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast! Good day and welcome to this week's edition of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the TFC podcast that refuses to cheer up until someone proves us wrong. Until then, the Cynic Circle will continue to bring the finest in gallows humor, random musical references, and occasional analysis to your ears and minds. We've got the full team back together today, and let me tell you, we are committed. Or is that should be committed. Either way, to this week's panel. Still in the playoff mix and looking to make scarves featuring his FC Dallas, he is our meme master from the Yorkies, it's Mark Hinkling. Spoiler, don't tell me what happened last night. Okay. Uh, unrepentant New York Bulls supporter. Sorry, New York Bulls. I know. Jesus. Who are the New York Bulls? <laughs> unrepentant New York Scotty, play the trail! Come on, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty! You play out of Zuccotti Park? Zuccotti by Park, Street. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the New York Bulls? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The New- Yes. Mm. Occupy 90 minutes. Yes. <laughs> uh, we Great will occupy for... your half of the pitch. <laughs> Power the famous ten zero zero formation. <laughs> They're literally setting up camp in the 18. <laughs> All right, you got through one introduction. Let's go. That's good job. <laughs> Unrepentant New York Red Bulls MLS Cup winning advocate, he is going to grumpily accept Thierry Henry hosting the cup. With us as always, it's Duncan Fletcher. Hosting or hoisting? Did I not say hoisting? He's hosting it at his condo for a sexy, sexy party. That's nice. I want to do the intro thing. I got my invitation. It says hoisting. Oh, MLS Cup, I see you arrived. (laughs) Thierry Henry, when did you get here? <laughs> Try to smoke salmon, he's from Nova Scotia. <laughs> yes, have some. Is it a tax write off? <laughs> All of this is why the show doesn't start for another 28 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's back. Uh, that's it, really. Um, okay, he's the managing editor of the Yorkies, and at the table this week, it's Tony Walsh. I am at the table, and still exciting. not picking RSL as my winner. This is a table? That's the rumor. The dice spoke. I do not recognize <laughs> The dice. authority of the nerd dice. Bow before the nerd dice! They are four-sided. Uh, as for me, uh, as usual, I'm really bad at picking winners as my Dark Horse lost on the weekend. And I'm hesitant to pick any other team lest I jinx them. Dark Horse first in the conference. Very dark. Yeah, it was very dark. It was a dark, him? dark day. Mm-hmm. It was a very... It was a it was a tiny limb. Listen, look at you, it's true. betting against the odds. You know it always. <laughs> Kristen the Greek. That's awful. Anyway, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. All right, folks. Well, last week we talked about the end of season pressers and uh, the lack of any real information that comes out of most of those things. But we did note that soon to be future captain Michael Bradley was absent by virtue of being in New York getting his foot operated on. However, he returned and actually did his end of season presser up at uh, wherever it is they go, north of the city where transit doesn't end up unless you walk for 20 minutes. And, you know, in his usual sort of, I guess, to the point, soft-spoken way, said 
things that we mostly expected, but did he say anything that we were surprised about? No. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, as much as we love this... Okay, love is a strong word. As much as we enjoy the circus that is Strong Row Sea... Um, I think it joy we, is a strong we, well, okay. Circus is a weak word. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Both <laughs> correct. As much as we endure this shit show... Hey, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, I got check. It's, it's a little surprise. The only thing that actually surprises me is that he, in his very PC way, addresses the shit show. I mean, he's obviously saying... He's not just spewing off platitudes and, and oh, this is... Who, we got to work harder, and yeah, yeah, rah, rah, everything's going to be great next season. He basically says, like, these are our problems, and only hard work and some good trades are going to do it, are going to help us out. nine problems, but I'm certainly not one of them. <laughs> no. That's essentially what it comes down to. I pretty think. much. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Easy. he was all over that. Yeah, it's, you know, he said, we need this, and we need this, and, you know, it's character, new players, blah, 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 which is pretty much what we've all been saying. I, yeah, it's... Easy to identify the problems instead of the, uh, sort of coming up with the solutions will be the uh, interesting part of it, which I guess isn't technically his job. Mm-hmm. Who knows how much influence he actually has? Yeah, I mean, we could say all the snarky things about Michael Bradley, you know, that we might have felt over the last little while, but he pretty much said nothing different than any of us would have probably said as well. Put in the position, um, I thought he could have gone. Further, even he for him, I thought he was very damning. Held back. Oh, it, it, damning! Well, I don't know. I thought for his, uh, he has the for his fire. Yeah, he has a tendency to sometimes let his words words roll. But I thought you know he well, held he's had back, days but, to think about it. though. Yeah, that's true. It was very set. Painkillers are probably yes. The too. volume was working <laughs> wonderfully. Um, read a lot. I kind of read between the lines with his Defoe response. Mm-hmm. No, no trouble in the locker room ever. Really, trouble on the field though. Yeah, yeah. And that that's was, how that's how I read it. That's how I. And yeah, it too. make up your mind what you want to do with your life. Which I thought was a great statement. Yeah, right? so did I. It was that's for you know for a player that's a bit more than you usually hear for from a teammate. Yeah. I mean, it it because you could take that either way. It's like he wants the best for Defoe. No, he wants him out of town. Yeah, you know. Um, I didn't really disagree with his. He was nonchalant about the number 10 thing, because I think that is something we do need. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because that steps on the toes of him being the center of the midfield universe. I guess, but it's necessary. I don't know. I thought that he... Uh, yeah, the, the default comments I sort of liked. Um, but I, I, I think, yeah, he, while he was held back, I did think it was interesting that, again, not so much the other players, but him saying that they needed more... The, the comment about the more personality. Like men. The more men. men. Yeah, I was men, like... Men, men, so... men, men, No, not that. No, not Good, that. because nobody should want no. that It's raining men. That, that's oh, right. <laughs> yes. Got it. Sorry, yes. my bad. But I just, I just thought that part was really interesting, that the, the, the composition of the locker room is that off, that... That it needs to rain men. It needs to. In the to. locker room. Exactly. The TFC locker room needs to rain men, according to Michael Bradley. Hallelujah. I You heard it here first. I read guys. between the lines. He likes and, weather. And then he'll say hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued to think, you know, which of the players on the current team are the ones that he is not including in the ones that are currently of good enough character to be considered men. Who are not men? <laughs> but it's true. Like, you, like if you go through the, the current roster in your head, and I sort of started I started mentally running through them going 
uh-huh, seems all right. And maybe, you know, like I'm trying to tick people off as thinking they might have a poor attitude or might not be. I'm, in, I'm enjoying this uh, image of Michael Bradley as like, <laughs> you know, biblical demigod. Yeah. Who much. among you is not men? As he stands at the, the mountaintop with his, <laughs> with his stick in, uh, staff in hand. Who will whatever, be on the stick? Whatever he does on the mountaintop is up to him. Stick. It's a stick. Starting to stride them all like Bradley Orr. <laughs> Join me, Orr. You are man. You have straddled Lukemore. <laughs> For those of you without the fortitude, I say <laughs> cast the first headbutt. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, it, it, is a, it is an interesting part. So. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, it's something we've all seen. Oh, sure. It is a team that lacks any kind of spine. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sure. There's, there's so and I don't I don't mean that as a tactical spine. No, not at all. No, there's yeah. still a little fight in them. Yeah. And... And you don't see you don't see it on the pitch. You don't see them like when teammates yell at one another. Everyone's always like, "Oh my god, they're yelling at one another." Sometimes that's just like, "Hey, fucking pick yourself up. Let's you know we have a game to play. We have a game to win. We should be doing this or encouraging one another or whatever." There's very little chatter amongst TFC when they're playing. I find which they don't really like each other. Well, do. That's part of it, though. You can't have the whole team liking one another. They can't all be best buddies. There's little, obviously, little groups of them that adore one another. The guys that don't play and, <laughs> and are on Instagram all the time. And then <laughs> the bench seems like a very tight. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they spend a lot of time spend together. A lot of time together. Yeah. Exactly. They're probably more a cohesive team than the eleven starters. Uh-huh. They sit at the front of the bus together. <laughs> they go do charity events together. They all share one room at a hotel. <laughs> I, I genuinely think there's nothing at one afternoon playing laser tag with the team that's fixed. Team building. Team building, absolutely. Less team when building, do do more ball? team trust building. Yeah, trust yeah. Ball, yeah. <laughs> Fall back into Becker's arms. Nope. 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 Fall back into Caldwell's arms. <laughs> Take my chances. <laughs> No one volunteers to catch Kanapka. <laughs> fall back into Kanapka's arms. It's like... <laughs> everyone fall back on Kanapka. <laughs> Me handle. Alright. In a weird way, I, it takes a little bit of my ire at Michael Bradley of late down a notch for him coming back to, to do the presser. I think, I think that it was, was good. He's... I think it was good on him um, to actually take the time. He could have... I mean, if he's going to be, you know, putting himself front and center, yeah. and this is like his team now, let's make no mistake about that. It's going to be built around him for better mm-hmm. or worse. Then, yeah, he should be showing up for this sort of thing. But at the same time, not it would have it would it would have just drifted off if he didn't speak. It yeah. would have, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, good on him. Not going to take that away from him. He just really wants to stop hanging on, don't you? No, no. It, you know, a lot of the criticism is kind of fair about his vaulted leadership role that's being pushed, you know, through the club and how the, it's being built around him. That narrative. Yeah, so, which maybe isn't always his fault. A lot of it is the media narrative. I will be curious to see if there is a, a market change in his performance next year post-surgery. And post, and time and post not playing 15 months Exactly, like actually and having time cup. off and mm-hmm. not... Hopefully. If not, then obviously there's a serious problem, but I... Like to think that we'll see the guy we saw for a couple games at the beginning of the season. Personally.
Someone who didn't speak again that we mentioned. And didn't really need to speak at all. Just go Oh, away. but he can't help himself. Yeah. It is Tim Lewicki. He oh. just... Hey, hey, hey. It's yeah. Tim Lewicki. The WikiLeaks is a thing for a reason. Mm. Sorry, trademarked. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Silence is damaging. I know. Hoist. <laughs> Hoist. Guys <laughs> are mean. Moving on. Tim Lewicki finally speaks and doesn't really say much of substance, but tries to explain away the guaranteed playoffs comment. That was motivational. Did you know that that was all he meant? He didn't really mean that he was guaranteeing the playoffs. When he told everyone they should write it down... Like recorded motivational writing that's just like for your journal and uh, you know because journaling it's all about power positive thinking and mindfulness and yeah if you write it think it you'll be it I sent it into my dream weaver oh that's a good idea Mm -hmm. I didn't think of that (laughs) wow lost that yeah wow I didn't even that was broke did you need some tea (laughs) I can't do that quietly anything that's high it has a Oh, dream weaver. There we go. Oprah said I could say it to the universe. But yeah, so it wasn't an actual guarantee, which I just think is... You can't you backpedal a little bit, a little better than that, or just own up to the fact, you know, oh yeah, we're... my my, Am I sad that we we said we would make the playoffs? No, I'm disappointed we didn't make the playoffs. Of course, we're going to say it, and then he did, quote who? Uh, Winston Churchill. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Winston Churchill wasn't going out there and uh, you know saying, "Well, you know, let's try our best and hope we win the war." I, oh, point so, to the only yeah. Englishman in the room. Why don't you get him to say Winston Churchill? So it sounds authentic. Mm. Um, yeah, Lewicki is uh, comparing himself to to Winston Churchill. Yeah, that's all he was doing. He was just trying to motivate a, a nation on some great battle or something. And uh, yeah, I, well done, sir. Well done. And you know, what are the things as Tim Lewicki guaranteed us? You know, apparently you know, we'll never see lines on the pitch from the Argos or anything like that. There's all yes. sorts yes. of, yes. of, yes. of high promises uh, mm. you know, he's made that we apparently should in no way put anything... Any stock in the middle. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, he's a salesman, though. Like, that's... Sure, absolutely. Like You're the, a salesman, fair enough, but yeah. Like, he's been trying to sell the notion of success since he got here, and he's doing it the only way he knows how. Um, you know, he said all the right things, you know, and did and did many right things at the time. Like, we, we, we said we were going to go big, and we went big. And regardless of how it played out, you know, he, he did just fine. But, you know, wheels fell off, yada, yada, yada. Coach Zach Defoe back in England. Sell next season by stating he isn't coming back, but... He'll be replaced, and I take nothing from this other than that I believe him, actually. He he can hire anybody he wants, but then it's still up to those people to get the job done. Yeah, it's still his responsibility, but on paper, this team should have made the playoffs. It really should have. 
And it, they wouldn't have gotten far. They weren't going to win nothing, but they would have made the playoffs, and they should have made the playoffs. That being said, he pretty much kind of delivered everything he said thus far. Um, hasn't been that many lies. Like, I, I kind of have to believe that, yes, there is a plan in place. If Defoe buggers off, when? we'll get when he buggers off. Yeah, that's my bad. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I really read that article. Um, when he buggers off, there'll be somebody else. I have to believe it. He hasn't let me down so far. So more of a policy of appeasement. Maybe more <laughs> Neville Chamberlain than Winston Churchill? Ooh. Yeah. Like one's for you, history nerds. <laughs> I'm not going to be signing any Czech players anytime soon. Oh, you mean CZECH? Because I thought you were talking about what do Rosario Czech oh, they're players. Good at, we already they're good at Czechua players. Oh, Czechua. I meant Czech players. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Dobry then. No? I peaked at Neville Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. You're so spent. <laughs> That's, I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> he peaked at Neville Chamberlain. Right through the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His britches are fantastic. All right, well, since we sort of drifted into... Neville Chamberlain on the toilet. <laughs> I have in my hand a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Reference lost. The, <laughs> the mutton chops match the carpet. <laughs> so we sort of drifted uh, from Loki into talking about our missing, never returning uh, feature striker, Mr. Jermaine Defoe. And as it is, as we are getting to the off season, and it is, as we like to call it often, the silly season where rumors run rampant and People start talking about, oh, guess who's coming to TFC next? No, no. Now we're actually just talking about who the team is talking about maybe approaching. So I feel like I'm back in high school and you're talking about so-and-so is maybe going to talk to so-and-so about who's going to sit next to who in the cafeteria next week. Like It's just this broken telephone. However, it is out there on the Twitterverse and uh, latest rumors. Steven Gerrard and Wesley Schneider. Really? Together at last. The rock sensation. <laughs> like, I guess if you're gonna shoot for a big name, Namesa, to try and wipe Defoe from fans' memories, might as well go ridiculous. But uh, would either of you gentlemen take either of those guys in TFC Red? Or I'd, Onyx, sorry if we're... I'd happily have... Wesley Schneider as a number 10 behind Gilbert or whoever. Uh, Steven Gerrard can... For goodness! Right off. <laughs> goodness. Do not want anything to do with that guy at all. He's uh, probably in the top three of players I would absolutely... For goodness. I hate to be on the team I cheer for. And it's not like he's any good anymore to offset the fact that he's thoroughly obnoxious. So, yes, Wesley Schneider, sure. Do that. The thing with Gerard, I mean, obviously his appeal is to sell shirts to your Merseyside EPL club. <laughs> or Everton. fans who live in Toronto. No, no, no. Everton. No, no, no. <laughs> he play for, he, Tony, he doesn't play for Everton, okay? Um, but yeah, you're, you're getting a guy so who is... is <laughs> Sorry, Will. I tried. Getting Gerard would be getting a guy who will always be 
identified with a different club. He'll never be Toronto FC's guy. There's oh, a, no. There's, there's a, a chance with Wesley Schneider, although with this club it is a highly... Let's hypothetically speak and say we sign Wesley Schneider. He could, if things magically got better in unicorn land, spend three years here. And then you look at him as a TFC player. Steven Gerrard will never be looked at as anything but a Liverpool player for obvious reasons. <laughs> and at his, like Duncan said, at his age, it's uh, it's got Torsten Frings written all over it, except doesn't Worse. speak as good English. Uh, Wesley Schneider. The only thing yeah. with Sh- the only thing, <laughs> the only thing with Schneider is a uh, bit of a mercenary for money. I mean, the story. MLSC's got the mind to throw. Yeah, him, I mean though. that's a thing, but you know he's. You don't really identify him with any club. With a club, no. but he's he goes where the money is. That's that's the knock on him. I mean, but you know, hey, Galatasaray is apparently not paying him right now, so it would be a a move without a necessary transfer fee if it happened. So exactly. it, it quite the uh, coup. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can't see other teams in Europe not still making a play for him. He's still a, a viable commodity for a lot of top tier clubs, I would say. Although, much like Defoe, uh, does anyone offer him a, a four-year lucrative contract like TFC would probably do? Exactly. So. At, thir- at 30 years old and his still capable skill level, if I had to pick one, it would be him, obviously. My, my, my joke answer was uh, no to either. Uh, I want Schweinsteiger. But that's just because that would totally be worth value for money on the bucket. Exactly. Shows. That's all yeah, I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. Ever since uh, Vinegar of Hesselink retired from... From uh, Belgian football, um, when he was playing for Celtic, his name literally went from armpit to armpit. It was magical. I would totally, totally splash the money just to watch them cry. Um, I don't want. Uh, based on those two players, I would. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you guys. Wesley for sure. He would fit in a lot better than some of the other potential options. Like if you're going to go for star power, I don't want star power. I want guys who will at least play in a position that will kind of fit with with, with what we've got. Um, Gerard, I don't hate him as much as you guys do, but that being said, I feel that he's long past his, his best days. You know, he still has fleeting moments of, of pulling shit out of nothing, like very magician-esque, but he's not going to change a game, not in, not in England anyway. Um, here maybe, but I, I really resent the whole MLS summer camp for the elderly, um, Point of view when it comes to getting DPs from from Europe, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to see Gerard here. We're all in agreement then, and I, mm-hmm. yeah, because really, I'm sure there are people out there that think that having Gerard here would be some sort of wonderful thing. I'm sorry, you're wrong. You just are. Dude. It's not. It would not be a good thing for the team. It would sell some shirts and maybe put some incredibly intermittent fans in the seats for about five seconds. Um, and nothing, I just, I don't see anything good coming from it. Schneider, he fills uh, a void that the team has and, and needs, is still young enough to get a couple years in. I wouldn't say sign him on a four, sign him on a three-year contract, two guaranteed, one, get the out. You know, you have that third option to part ways amicably. You can do... Yeah, except I don't think he comes without a four. You don't think? He hasn't spent more than four years at any club. His value is still at a point where he can demand and say, look at my age, I'm 30, you can sign me for four years, you want me, I want that security. Fair enough. And, and you know what, they would probably do it. Yeah. I, I still, and, that's, and that's what I think they would. Yeah. I, MLS, I don't know that that's... MLS and MLSE 
will allow buyouts like uh, Milk Jamal's. I don't care what they sign. No, him but to. yeah, no. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I don't but, care anymore what they sign. Him but to. he's actually a player. Like if they're going to talk, instead of looking within MLS, which they should still do, or more closer to home. But if they're going to talk about going after some of these name guys, when that name came up, I was actually like, oh. All right. I, I, I don't necessarily love him or anything. I don't think of him as, wow, that's one of my favorite players, or I love watching him play, but I've enjoyed watching him play. He's got skill, mm-hmm. and he's exactly what this team's been missing for you know pretty much eight years, or for most of the eight years anyway. Since so, Ronnie O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> so why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? It's not going to happen. No, no, very unlikely. It's no. just, it's just, it's this really interesting. Again, it's the silly season. This is where all the pie in the sky, as Lewicky said last year, well, we have a list of guys that we want to talk to. Well, I'm sure you want to talk to these guys, I and mean, you go ahead and you talk to them. It's not nothing is going to come of it, but have all your conversations. The one thing I can at least say is that um, if we were to get Gerard, um, we'd be experiencing the exact same exact same sensation we. We get every time Red Bull show up. Bunch of wanks in the wrong kits. Mm. <laughs> Only it's worse. red. Yeah, yeah. Go, go eat a bag of dicks, guys. Only worse. just they don't until they make that section where the tourists can go sit. But then we would them. also have that at all the away games as well. Would be scattered amongst oh, that's the, the home fans. At all the that's events. Columbus's problem. There would be <laughs> a bunch of uh, Liverpool shirted Gerard people. Kind of half assedly cheering on Toronto that's, because of it. That's their problem. Honestly, that's their problem. Um, just add, I'm just going to throw this at you guys. Do you have anybody of this sort of name stature on your mental list that you would like to see come here next year? Kubo Torres. My plan is one year loan. We take him for one year yeah. and they even give him to whoever he, if he's going to go to LA to help pimp that team out, whatever. We'll take him for one year. What's the worst that can happen? We can afford to pay him. He's got that cubic-looking head. He'll be a legend probably in about four games. He can make magic out of nothing. Guys, that's exactly what we need. <laughs> Without having names on the tip of my tongue, I'd actually rather see them concentrate south Mexico and, and further south into South America. It's, I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. it seems... There's going to be another Maxi Ruti out there. Hey. He wasn't even first choice. Yeah. It's club. He was like fourth. The opportunity oh, yeah. to grab a guy in their early to mid twenties of increasing capability before you trade him away for nothing. Yeah. Is before much, you send him to Vancouver. Yeah. Is much higher in in the Americas than it would be getting Great. someone from Europe. We've gone down mm-hmm. that road. Yeah. We we don't and it have, never works. We have not been able to identify that veteran type of player who is committed to the MLS project like Robbie Keane or Thierry Henry. Yeah. Which is strange because we dangled that Sulzma carrot for so long. <laughs> <laughs> and no no takers. No takers. His cat's favorite treat was the Sulzma carrot. This is true. It's true. It's a variety only grown mm-hmm. in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no specific names I can think of. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that could work. I'll go with, because uh, we, yeah, we need a centre back, I'll go with Dan Byrne of Fulham. Just because he's probably the sort of highest up there former Darlington player currently playing, so I'll have him. Burn, motherfucker, burn. <laughs> All right, I was going to give you crap for the whole Darlington yeah. thing, but you got a pun already, so I say we get him. Excellent. Those scarves would be amazing. He'd go, he'd go to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, we'd lose, we'd lose him in a point. <laughs> no, I, I 
honestly, I have no one on my mental list. I was just curious to see what all she would say. But since you said center back, um, right now we're because he's kind of been no, 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 because he's kind of been out of favor with his coach and the teams. Doing, I, I want, I want for Tonga. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I do. How about Giovanni dos Santos? <laughs> plausible. <laughs> he's Probably got, more plausible. He's got form for scoring great goals at BMO Field. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. More plausible. <laughs> to turn our attention to the playoffs. Yes, I know. We're not in them, but you're still watching, aren't you? You must be watching. There's stuff to watch. Players that you love to hate. Players that you might like. Uh, Last week, we went around and we talked about who we wanted to pick and using nerd dice and uh, just general thoughts, we selected uh, MLS Cup winner for Tony, but apparently, we were wrong. Tony, who's your actual choice to win? Well, this is going to get groans all around the table because you're going to think I made it up today. Oh, oh wait. But you know. I know. Because I spoke to you before. Yes. And you told me that I RSL know. had been bestowed upon me, much to my horror. Yeah, actually it was kind of, you were kind of horrified. It's I was a little bit. Yeah. Because my pick before the place was the city that invented the sport, Seattle. Oh. Seriously. Sure. Yeah. I will actually mm-hmm. vouch for him on this one occasion. Vouched. Why would you do that? Vouch! You're just about to pile on. Well, you can still pile on. No, we can't. We got proof. I have wow. been vouched. If only there was some kind of way you could write to say, no, no, this is who I predict before this game had happened. Like, say, if, you know, the internet existed or something like that. Yeah, look, when I jumped on the FC Dallas bandwagon, it hadn't fully taken off. That yet. was in the 80s. <laughs> Built that bandwagon. It's true. It's true. It's been a little rough. All right. So uh, you're going with uh... Seattle. Sounders. <laughs> it's like I'm there. Seattle. <laughs> I was like, Sounders. Some fan. Yeah. Toss salad. Scrambling. TV doesn't work. He's <laughs> playing this. <laughs> I'm trying to change the channel. Mute. 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 <laughs> Obviously, obviously, you 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 Can harbor you hear anybody else sing? some love. No, there's sixty thousand of us. TFC players. That's really what it is, right? Right. Yes, it was all about stuff. And That's fry. just making. Sure oh come on, Chad! <laughs> oh, if you're gonna go with anything for Seattle, Jesus Christ, man! I want an impact player. Stefan not is Montreal. Top He's a top knot now. He's a yeah, head bun. Is he, is he Nakajima? It's it's it. I it's almost preferred. The eraser head mm. thing he had going to what I saw. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of frightening. Mm. All right, so Seattle. So do we have... Which means Seattle's losing against LA. <laughs> well, yeah. they are anyway, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but before we get into all of that, we do have Mr. Duncan Fletcher with the MLS playoff version of Wins and Losses. Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's quite the uh, 
Quite the welcome. Just, a, just imagine <laughs> there were 60,000 <laughs> of us. Well, 30,000 me, some 30,000. And you can't hear Kristen sing. No. No, no you don't want to hear no, Kristen sing. No, no, no. That's bad. No. <laughs> um, yes, MLS playoffs, wins, and losses. Uh, second leg uh, edition. First off, we're to the east. Started with DC versus New York. Red Bulls 2 0 up after the first leg, but. DC did score first, so 2 1 on aggregate at halftime. Then Thierry Henry, who was pretty much uh, invisible, once again did his thing, setting up Pegui, Leon Dula for the crucial away goal. Uh, DC did get another laid on, had plenty of other chances, but couldn't overcome the deficit, lost 3 2 altogether, with uh, Fabian Espindler picking up a red card for descent after the final whistle. That's uh, the third straight year, top seed in the East, lost in the first round, and the first time New York had beaten DC in the playoffs at the fifth attempt. Well, Ever. Um, minor curiosity in that Roy Miller, already on a yellow from the first leg, got a yellow, then later got a straight red. And uh, apparently in that situation, both suspensions count. So he's going to miss both legs of the Eastern yeah. final. I hate it when I miss both legs. Mm. I just sit a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's you're true. not a man of No, no. <laughs> Makes it really difficult to shoot your wife and pretend that she's a... Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Cinnamon's fire! Wow! A pretorious one! Well done! I thought something was breaking in! Exactly! How was he to know? Mm. Topical. Uh, Stay out of the bathroom. Hard hitting journalism! (laughs) Moving on. Duncan Fletcher found the line and crossed it. Moving on. Uh, New England versus Columbus. Uh, the Rebs were fought to up with four away goals, and the crew were without Federico Higuain. Um, so, you know, best for the crew fans not to have too much hope, and there wasn't really a whole lot of drama. The Rebs won 3 1, 7 3 altogether. Crew had two players sent off. One of those players uh, who sent off has already had his red card rescinded by the disco, but too late now. Um, all in all, not much of a contest, really. Uh, the one guy who still has his red card counting, Justin Merrim, he had his disappointment eased a little by getting his first ever call up to the Iraqi international team. All right, the Iraqi national team. I guess. Congratulations. Yeah, he's uh, apparently very, very happy about it. So New York versus New England in the East. Thierry Henry or Jermaine Jones means there's obvious selling points for the final, no matter who gets through. So Commissioner Don Grabber will uh, no doubt be happy about that. If Commissioner Grabber was happy about the East, well, he's going to need his pants dry-cleaned after how the West ended up. Uh, first up, LA versus Real Salt Lake. The first leg had ended 0-0, and this was sure to be another tight game between two well-matched teams. Uh, or not. It ended 5-0, Landon Bloody Donovan got a hat-trick and an assist, and let the fawning continue for at least another three weeks. Damn it. I know. Yeah. Uh, that left the only chance for anything other than maximum obnoxiousness over the next three weeks fell to Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. All right, uh, how did went, it go? Went to Seattle for the second leg after time 1-1 in Frisco. We got him, didn't we? <laughs> yes. Sweet. Um, after a long pre-game, saw the game build as a 10.30 Eastern start, actually yeah. start at 10.58. I felt I had to go to bed. It was mm-hmm. well past my bedtime. And uh, My wife had already read me my story. It was crazy. Did you at least get to see the uh, the, the guitar anthem rendition by that Pearl Jam dude? Yeah, uh, no. So I, 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 was, I was surprised they couldn't get the other guitarist who was mm-hmm. actually better, so that's fine. Ah, uh, well. Anyway, after all that, this was actually a, a decent game. There weren't a lot of great chances. Clint Dempsey 
Wizards had his shot saved on probably the two best chances of the game. Uh, as the game wound down, Dallas putting more and more pressure on, though despite Ozzy Alonso going off injured, uh, Dallas didn't really look like scoring. And then they scored. Yes. Yeah. Keep listening. Sweet. Keep listening. No, what do you mean? Uh, you'll see. Uh, they didn't really look like scoring, maybe <sighs> mainly thanks to Fabian Castillo's Dominic Aguero impression. Uh, still, though, it was tense and breathless stuff at the end, leaving many onlookers bemoaning the fact that the away goal rule meant there wouldn't be extra time, as if not realising that it was the away goal rule that made the second half such captivating entertainment to start with, where one goal would have taken it instantly from Seattle victory to a Dallas victory. Uh, anyway, away goals does mean that nil-nil was enough for Seattle to go through. Ah, son of a bitch! Mm-hmm. Um, so there we go. It's uh, Donovan's storybook finish versus Dempsey and the big Seattle crowd. And with Thierry Henry's potentially storybook finish awaiting in the final. Uh, yeah, to echo what the DC United podcast filibuster said, we're all revs now. Anyway, that'll be your uh, wins and losses for the week. They're there. They're there. Hold on, hold on. I'm comforting Mark. It'll be okay. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. They're there. It burns. It burns. It's too soon. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Duncan. So, what happens, of course, now for the next two weeks and for the next three weeks? It's gonna be obnoxious, as all the. Oh my god, this is going to be a playoff for the ages. And could it be? Could we have Donovan versus Henri? Although I think up until that, everyone's just going to be talking about uh, Seattle versus LA. Yes. And that's going to be obnoxious enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, it's going to be unpleasant. But at least it's four hours away. Yeah. I agree with the whole we're all Reds fans now because. Oh, yeah, I'm all for that. For goodness. Those guys. <laughs> Typically, I would say that, but uh, I've put an order in for a musket. Lesser of four evils. <laughs> we know that was entirely <laughs> unrelated. <laughs> I'm going to be shooting holes in the, my ceiling. No, I think uh, it, I'm hoping that the quality of play is good, but it just it just it makes me cringe internally, and just the thought of everyone going on and on and on ad nausea for the next few weeks about this and it becomes it becomes so much less about the the game or the the teams playing and about two players and i can appreciate a little of it yes they're both very talented one is certainly retiring although if i hear one more time oh why is why is he retiring now it's because he wants to let him retire shut up and the other one who is retiring and just not saying anything, basically, I think is what's happening. God bless Thierry Henry for that, really. Actually, I mean, the whole yeah. is he retiring? It's a little bit annoying, but you know, this whole Donovan Derek Jeter esque yeah. sort of long goodbye is absolutely terrible. So I'm still good not for sure you for not doing, doing that. If I if I if I participated in what I see online as numerous drinking games to drink every time someone says something gushing about Landon Donovan, I would have alcohol poisoning. I, I would have probably been hospitalized multiple times by What if it came out of an erotic fountain? No. Okay. That's just sips. That's a different drinking game. Mm. Exactly. First need a fountain. Still. Fagundes. New England. <laughs> yeah, against New England. Uh, what, what's... Tea Party and then the Wahlbergs. They made their bed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
terrorists. That, uh-huh. that, that's what they are. That's what they... Yeah. Mm. Mm. New England Patriots. Mm. Revolution? No. They're terrorists. Yeah, you can paint and that course And burger purveyors, anyway. so therefore... Mm. They're terrorists, too. Yes. <laughs> what do you, who do you think the Funky Bunch were? They were fucking the Mujahideen with loose pants. <laughs> Mujahideen's on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Then what do you make of House of Pain? Where do they fit into this scheme? Are they just propaganda artists or what? Infidels. Oh, for fair enough. Jumping around. <laughs> Destruction tactics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, actually, no, when you think about it, they did talk about explosives a lot because mm-hmm. the second song was Boom, Shalak, Lock, yeah, Boom. Exactly. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Everybody. Yeah. They're basically calling for. Yeah, okay, yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. They were calling it's for. It's all clear now. You know what? I just. I really like Lee Newton playing the way he's playing now. I. He's a captive. Oh, I don't want to even want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> <A> POW. <laughs> oh, 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 this is taking a turn for the worse. So when the New England Revolution finally get their new stadium, we all agree we just call it Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> I hope they put it near the water. <laughs> I really, really do. Good thing we won't be alive for that. <laughs> hey, it's true. We'll have a roof before they'll have a stadium. DC will have a stadium before they have a stadium. (laughs) No, no, no. But as far as this whole Donovan shit goes down, okay, honestly, this is this is how I see it playing down, playing out. I should say, it's a little, shall we say, wrestling esque. Do tell. You know he's coming back, right? He's retiring. He'll take he'll take a year off. But then, when. Los Angeles town or whatever the hell the second team is, when they come back, their first signing is going to be Landon Donovan. In a mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? Why not? Pulls it off opening game. Astonishment. My God. This is the type of thing that, 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 to me, would completely spark the second club. Because all the, all the Galaxy supporters would be pissed. And all the Los Angeles town fans will have a, the new Messiah. And their derby would actually make the front page of Los Angeles newspapers. Now this front, not even front page of the sports section. Because now you actually have a real thing where people are pissed. That's what's going to happen. I see that. He's only 32. He's got... He can take... Go take a couple cruises around the world. You know, try his hand at acting... MMA, I don't give a shit what he does. Spear He'll vision. be back. That's Spear fishing. Wow. Yeah, no. Acting or MMA. It's, it, Tony, everybody knows. It's, it's the one extreme and the other extreme. You either act or you cage fight. It's There's been a few that have done both. And those are complete human beings. All right. We just You're started, not complete we, until you act we and just cage fight. We just, we're, just, we are, we're doing good, but we are, we're struggling. That's what Buddha did. It's true. No, Buddha was all about the he cage fighting. He was a bitch in a cage fight. Oh, he motherfucker used elbows. His, his, his stink face move. Oh, God, Classic. I know. Yeah. Always smiling. Yeah. You yeah. fat bastard. So, <laughs> uh, we should get somebody to hold up a sign of, like a big banner of Buddha and go, you fat bastard, you fat bastard. Just to see the horror on other people's who faces. Why are, are we signing Colin Samuel? Who came back as a pie? Who came back as a pie? <laughs> Yeah, so there, there's that's the narrative. That's how I see that playing out. I mean, also too, if if there's enough money on the table, he'll forget that he was retired very quickly. Hey, everybody! It's Bitchy Blanks, a brand new car. 
Everyone's favorite hashtag game. Thank you all for playing this week, especially since we threw a curveball at you with the double blank. Ooh, Ooh the double the, blank. The, the, I know, the dreaded double blank. Double dribble. Sure. Um, but before we get to this week's winner, I would like to know what uh, you fine gentlemen had for this. Oh, I, I had, uh, in other secret player news, Andrew Wiedemann has been sold to Calvin Klein Athletic to join up with Adrian Can. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I had Warren Crowell has been sold to 80s funk group Cameo as a sub. Word <laughs> up. He's only a sub. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. He just sits with his jock on <laughs> off stage. Word up. I'm ready. I'm ready. I would with they will trade Gilberto to QPR. Just to fuck with the foe. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need a striker anymore. You're going to stay here. <laughs> Sergeant, man, we got a cheaper offer. That hurts everyone. Yes. <laughs> Us included. He starts bagging goals all over the park. Gets them out of relegation zone. God damn it, you bad <laughs> Um, I went a little different. I had uh, Bitchy has been sold to uh, Columbus for crew cat. Ooh. I can get behind that. I'm alright with that. You know, feline AIDS is something that is not well represented uh, in this area. really bring it to the table. Yeah. Well, you need a spokesperson. You need somebody to bring it to the forefront. You could come out before a match and spray someone at midfield. <laughs> yeah, and now we have a reason to have a have a telethon. <laughs> this week's winner is a, is a previous winner. A uh, long-time listener and contributor to our little uh, endeavor here. Wade Wilson at Jordy Like on the Twitters. Uh, in other secret player news, future considerations have been sold to Vancouver for Laba. <laughs> but no team's dumb enough to do that. No. Nice try. Yeah, at least at least we were realistic. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus. Ours had like... Come on, Wade. Logic. Get in the game. But thanks for trying. Mm. We felt bad, so we gave Major. Yeah, play yeah there's, your, there's your yeah. pity win. Enjoy it. Wear that. You get a year's supply of crew cat spray. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, this week's Bitchy Blank. Uh, in his end-of-season presser, Michael Bradley listed a number of things that the team needs. After more personality, leaders, and competitors, TFC needs blank. Send us your responses to us on the Twitters at Vocal Minority Pod. No A in the vocal. In the comments on our website, vocalminoritypodcast.blogspot.ca or in the comments thread on Waking the Red uh, when it gets posted there. Submit often. Submit as many as you like. As always, I do get bored. All right. Moving on into uh, TFC season in review. The river swollen up with rusty cans. And the trees are burning in your promised land. And there are no letters in the mailbox. And there are no graves upon the vine. And there are no chocolates in the 
Because we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> Remember that time I picked Seattle? Oh, yeah. No, it was good times. Simpler times. We are going to touch on two things today, which will only take us six hours, so it'll be fine. You guys will be fine. Get a beverage, maybe phone into work, um, but you'll be okay. So, first off, we're going to look at uh, the tale of two coaches, Nelson versus Vanny. And we've uh, distilled this down into a few categories. So as to make it a little easier. And the categories are accent, sweater vest slash shirt game, lineups, subs, and everyone's favorite post-game pressers. Gentlemen, who wins the battle of the accent? Nelson, obviously. Clearly. Nelson. I'm just sad that we never signed uh, any player called Brett. And surely from oh, his time at Blackburn, he could have got Brett Imerton in. Yeah. And then, but hardly... Oh well, that would have been still. No, it would have been fantastic. Yeah. Not even a competition. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely yes. All right, sweater vest shirt game. Mm, at his peak, Nelson would win, but Nelson often regressed exactly. to it's like tracksuit and that sort Paul of thing. Paul Mariner wear. Yeah, yeah. Vanny's more consistent, I think. There, uh, neither of them hold a candle to Mike Pecky. Oh, you can't. His his cardigans with the elbow oh, patches. Oh, wow, sublime. Yes, depends what you want in a manager. Do you want the cool hip vice principal who you know tells you everything's going to be okay? Sometimes he's your gym teacher, or do you want a banana republic? You know, sock model. <laughs> Wait a minute, which one's which? I know. <laughs> uh, we know, come on. The kind of cool vice principal is Ryan Nelson. He's sometimes the it gym really teacher. Is, yeah. He subs as a gym no. teacher. Sometimes he puts his tracksuit on yeah. and makes you run laps. Because yeah. that really could have gone easy. Tough he's, he's tough, yeah. yeah. It's tough love. Oh, totally tough. Yeah, he's giving you the life lessons you need to have. Yeah, no, that's true. You may not want to hear it then. Yeah. He's old school. But you'll remember, you'll yeah. look back yeah. on it and you'll be like, oh, if only I'd listen. Your school doesn't have a badge. But still. Yeah, it's true. He's been around long enough, you know, he doesn't know any of the fancy new teaching styles or anything, but, you know. That's old school. That motivation and character thing, yeah. he's, he's got that. Still, still yeah. has the strap in the, in the office. It's like, <laughs> yes. It's like, come here. That's Fran O'Leary. Oh. <laughs> Fran's behind him with a strap. <laughs> <laughs> when does this morph into leprechaun? He's the leprechaun! <laughs> He is, he is now. I'm the leprechaun. We need to give you. We need to get you a flashlight and shut the lights off. Wow. Oh my brain. Yeah, I'm going with Vanny. That's all. That's <laughs> I'm not piling no, on this. I, uh, I, I did. I did edge it over to Nelly just for the strength of his early. Yes, Vanny's been a little more consistent, but man, that sweater vest. All right. Starting 11, lineups. I think Nelson's probably made more sense or a bit more consistent. I'll go with him. I call this one a draw. Indeed, do tell. If you throw shit up with your left hand or your right hand, once it hits the grass, it's still a lump of shit. That's quite the comment <laughs> on the entire team well, in one little uh, broad stroke. My, my response isn't so fecal. Um... 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Vanny, and strictly because he had the ability to play something that didn't involve the number two, four, and four. Now you can mix that up in any way you want, but it was really the four, four, two. He would uh, he would try a couple of new things, and I really thought with the personality he had, his best eleven, four, four, two wasn't always the right answer. So I I gave it to him just for formations alone. Mm. So I I shied away from the formation side of it and looked at just at what he what he put out there, and I I did go with Nelly on this one. Because I thought he started the game stronger in terms of pretty much consistently trying to field his strongest 11. Although, I still lament the lack of hardly any attempt by both coaches to play Defoe and Gill together. Assuming Defoe was healthy and, you know, here. But um, I, stu- I do give this one to Nelly. And it's, we'll see what next season brings, but mm. that's not what this is about. Alright, subs! Yeah, Vanny seemed to do, be a lot more proactive and useful with that. I too, I too went with Benny because he remembered he could make them. Benny, same thing. Yeah, more timely and actually impactful. Timely, <laughs> yes, as in before the exactly, 90th minute. Exactly. We're down by two. Five minutes left. Fuck it. New forwards. Go, go, go. <laughs> Wait a minute, you Gilberto. Are... You haven't yeah. been doing anything all game. You lazy prick. Get off the bench. <laughs> exactly. Just looks at you like, okay. <laughs> uh, and post game pressers. I guess that I'm probably supposed to say Vanny here. I think most people do. I mean, he went into more detail and that sort of thing, but eh, you know, Nelsons were a little more entertaining in a kind of ridiculous, just blame the ref, give no information at all kind of way. I enjoyed them more. I, I went with Nelson because I appreciate the suppressed oceanic rage over the let's have a mint julep and talk about my hardcore group. Minjul? Yeah, he's southern. He's Virginia. Oh, um, Colonel Angus. I'm giving this to uh, I'm giving this to Nelly, but only until Vinny has his last postgame presser, and then and only then can we accurately discern between who had the better one. So, you know, Should get long, get him closer to the edge of like I'm losing control. Maybe he'll run his mouth a bit, but no. ask again in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah or May. Let's. <laughs> Let's not, let's not wait too long. No, they won't be home by May. Exactly. <laughs> They'll at least come home for one match. Oh, that's true. I, uh, yeah, I went with, I actually went with Nelson on this one too. I know everyone's shocked. You know, Vanny's won over many in the media with his pressers with all the tech talk and breaking down the game and how he really explains things to them. Pretty sure everyone's sort of supposed to have a general understanding of the game already, but... Uh, I just, I don't get that much passion from him in his postgame, and maybe that's what I want, and I sort of like the fact that, regardless of who Nelson was blaming, at least he sort of seemed committed to the... Siri explains things, too. <laughs> and has a calm voice. I mean, that's what I don't I don't want Just calm. less mint juleps. True. Mm. Alright, so... Solved. Somehow... I... Ryan Nelson is the best thing out of Oceania <laughs> since NXS's kick album. Agreed. Because it's been a long time and they're due. Sometimes you kick. Sometimes you get kicked. Title track. Kiss. Yes. No, he was looking at me. Oh, okay. Mystifying, really? <sighs> Mystify you? Oh. Nice. Good job. Good job. You can never tear us apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so surprisingly, Nelson wins the comparison game. Uh, we'll see... We'll see who Vanny gets to potentially win against next season. 
at uh, when we do this again next November with his successor. Well, that is our discussion, well, discussion, loosely formed set of opinions on the coaching team of the 2014 season, and now time to look at the defense, which was supposed to be TFC's sort of hallmark this year. Didn't need to bring in too many extra players. They signed a, they signed a really good player. They brought in a couple little bench depth things, but, you know, defensively, this is where they were going to shine. So we've got uh, the goalkeeping team as well as the back line here to review. Gentlemen, Mr. Joe Bendick is first up on the docket. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joe Bendick <laughs> on the sexy sax. I'd give Bendick a B. B for Bendick. B-E for Bendick. Yes. I agreed. I, he also Hooray. got a B because it sounds like Ben Nick. And he doesn't distribute the ball well. A minus. What? Pardon? Yep, A minus. It's not how you spell I was kind of looking at this whole this whole endeavor based on what they brought to the team and how good they were in relation to the whole team. I thought he was one of the better players. And aside from ball distribution, saving, um, he made the score lines a lot smaller than they probably should have been. So... I quite often too, so I he was worth the A. I gave him a B minus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was solid, made some spectacular saves. Yes, they kept them in games they wouldn't have otherwise. But what dropped him down for me was the distribution issues. But more importantly, ability to command the back line. When Caldwell's not around, mm-hmm. he cannot keep them doing what he wants. In my opinion, anyway. And maybe that'll change next year. He's got a year of being the guy under his belt, but. The only reason he didn't get a minus for me is for his uh, don't drink and drive ad before matches, <laughs> where his eyes are going in two different directions, and he's obviously been Hi, hitting the sauce that. hard the whole morning. If you are going to go to... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I Tanaka. Know. I know. N.A. I give him an R. For <laughs> rock. Uh, Kanapka get A, because Kanapka scare Mark easily. <laughs> I gave him an A for awesomeness in uh, warming up on the sidelines. You know, ability to do his own thing. I don't want him knocking on my if door. I've got to go with the grid. Give it a C. He didn't really do anything particularly good or bad. To... As in, I see over all of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see go. what you say. <laughs> I see what you're hearing. Poor Mark Bloom. Literally, poor Mark Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Impoverished, I believe, is the word you're um, Again, solid B. I gave him a B minus. Thought he was a little inconsistent after his uh, injuries. I give his financial outlook an F. <laughs> B. That's it. I was similar to you. I had B first half of the season after his injury. C so averages out to a B minus. Just positioning and game sense seem to fall off pretty steeply. A little bit, yeah. All right, Captain. Uh, for now, Stephen Caldwell. Uh, again, B. There's some good stuff about him, obviously. He was clearly missed while he was away, but then, you know, there is the whole waving arm thing. So, you can't really go full on, yeah, he's great. Uh, so, yeah, B. I equally give him a B, mostly because of his communication and his leadership when he's back there. Even though it didn't necessarily always, especially in the latter half when he returned from... Injury, but I think there was a whole different bunch of problems then. But uh, yeah, not necessarily. His physical game is dropping, I think, steadily and will be rapid next year. I think next year is his last year. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, B as well. Um, mostly for defensive wrangling. Uh, 
I thought he kind of squeezed a little bit of blood out of some of the stones that we had back there. So they weren't perfect, but they played a lot better when he was there than when he wasn't. So. All right, get ready. Consensus klaxon. Bees all around. Bees all around. Now I know what a klaxon is. Aruga. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> booby noise. The booby noise. It's Why did he say that? <laughs> all right, moving on. Daniel Henry. Oh, Daniel. Yeah, C plus. A lot of good things to him. A lot of very standout bad things to him. Equally, I gave him a C plus. Hooray. Yes. So, no need to go on. Well, I'm really starting to question this A minus now. I'm going to go with a B plus. A minus? What? B plus. B plus. B. B minus. B plus? Okay, first of all, it's my goddamn opinion. Go on. Do tell. D. (laughs) It's funny because every mistake he made were gross, massive howlers. He didn't have... It wasn't like his game was full of them. And I'm trying to kind of look at it as a mistake is a mistake. Whether it results in a goal, whether it results in a red card, or whether it results in innocuous nothing. So, that's what I'm, that's what I'm basing it off of. That's, that's how I kind of remember it. It's probably not even factually true, but <laughs> that's how I remember it. So, B+. Plus. Fair enough. Not the A- minus I originally know it. Because you guys kind of peer pressured me. In <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See, I, I I just gave him a straight C. I didn't even give him a C plus um, for a very up and down season where progression was wiped away the very next game or the very next minute by aforementioned really stupid mistakes. Mm. Other defenders make mistakes. Rarely were they that glaring, nor were there that many of them. And I like Daniel. I think. I think he has upside, and I think there is a future for him, but uh, this season was not the the progression that it was supposed to be. He came into camp looking great. Like, that, that's where my C-plus came from. It wasn't actually, I don't, it's not even the mistakes. It's the lack of progression yeah. from, from the year before or two years before. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. He didn't improve as a player. See? Different criteria. See? Different criteria. B-plus! A-minus! <laughs> I changed it! <laughs> All right, like, Bradley Orr time. When isn't it Bradley Orr time? <laughs> exactly. Uh, C minus. Uh, you know, he had the odd good game here or there. Had some crap games, wasn't asked to do too much. Yeah, yeah. C minus. Have fun back in England. I gave him a failing D, not for any reason other than he just was a non-issue for the second half of the season, non-factor. He barely existed. See, for what he played, he he wasn't the most effective guy on the pitch by any stretch, but he did, eh, for money of his appearances. I gave him a C minus too. Useful in small doses. That's because you love him. I so love him. Got his autograph on your shirt. Damn right. Highlight of his season all bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mark Ainsley's ass kissing noises. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <good timing>. Comedy <laughs> horn. <laughs> Klaxon? Klaxon? No. No. Oh. Any noises in the background? Just go, Klaxon, right? <laughs> Alright, Justin Morrow. No, go to the A minus. Very consistent. Generally good. No uh, no problems with him. I went with A minus. Hooray! Generally consistent. No problems with him. <coughs> I went with A minus. 
generally consistent. Off. No problems with them. I gave him an A. Uh, I know. Why <laughs> <laughs> fuck you? Should he's the he's the most consistent best player they had this year, as far as I'm concerned, and the, the best bit of business they did this year. And he's the team MVP, no matter what. I other agree, people and he still gets an A minus. Might be that says so a lot about the team. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Nick Hagland. Yes, he started off oh, looked quite good, and then kind of towards the end of the year, especially under Vanny, they oh, he's looking kind of disastrous. Yeah, so uh, you know, not a bad first year, but. See, yeah, agreed. It all depends where he goes from here on out, and knowing TFC's arc of progression with players, get ready for your D, buddy. Yeah, he's either going to end up somewhere else where he excels, or he yes. will just fizzle out into USL Pro, yeah. and Precky will be right there to pick him up. <laughs> Nick Hagelin, a, a D in Toronto in 2015, or a B in New York City FC. <laughs> I give him a C plus. Um, he, he had some stellar games, flawless games, um, but in the last half he seemed to make a couple more mistakes when and he, then get really, really out of position. So um, was when he went on his hot goal scoring streak. Well, yeah, exactly. he is. He is. He is he's a natural touch. He's, yeah, he's mm. a natural eleven. He mm-hmm. really is. I gave him a C as well. Uh, just impressed for a while and then regressed. <laughs> I, I, there's again, he's got his career could go either way. It should go up. He has a lot of lot to like about him, so there's a lot of potential there, but it's whether or not TFC will crush that out of him um, or not, but yeah, see. Ryan Richter, everyone remember him? Did he even play this year? I don't know. We I sent know. him to Waterworth, we brought him back, we sent him to Waterworth. He, got he was on the bench a couple times, wasn't um, it? Yeah, D, whatever. I give him a question mark. <laughs> um, I gave him enough due to absenteeism. You gotta show up for class if you want a grade. Sorry. Yeah, I gave him a D slash NA because or incomplete because he wasn't really here. But I couldn't I couldn't remember if he played at the beginning of the season. Truant. Truant. <laughs> Demerits. Truancy. Uh, Warren C. I threw him on this list. I know he's not. He's technically a midfielder, but he's meant he, he probably played more in defense. More in defense, than exactly. Yeah. This year, so. Um, so Warren C. I'll give him a C. <laughs> It's like Joe Vendick and his B. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, had some poor games. Did okay here or there. Scored a nice goal. Um, yeah, C. I went with Warren C minus. Just a little bit uh, of a lack of progression in the second half. Perhaps the way he was used. It looked a little bit promising when they got him. And then, uh, although he did get up in uh, Jermaine Defoe's grill when he was still with Houston, so maybe I should make that a C. Good point. Um, I gave him a B, uh, mostly just for um, being for, for No, for for a guy that we basically are for nothing, and you know he came off the bench. He 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 did all right. Like given that how crappy our acquisitions typically are, I was. Pleasantly surprised because I expected nothing from him. B for low bar. <laughs> I actually wanted I, I wanted to give him a, a B minus, but as as we both know, there ain't no half stepping. It's true. Warren's got the fade. It's true. It's true. Uh, I I end up giving him a C just because he if it was based on the first couple of games, it would have been C minus, maybe a D plus because it was so horrific. But he he improved upon the uh, beginning performances when he first came over to the team. So he gets a C. 
And uh, sure, we'll probably not see you next year, but thanks for coming out. Really? You don't think so? I don't know. He, he could I'd, be, be I'd actually be surprised if he wasn't back next year. He's one of the sort of bog standard average yeah. MLS I guess players can Bradley cover Orr a few different and positions. Ryan Richter's probably leaving. Yeah, maybe. You, you're you right, hope he doesn't true. have to play too much, but he can on the bench can cover two or three spots. All right, fair enough. Cheapish. The emphasis on bog. <clears throat> and last and possibly, well, not least, but last, maybe his last year, uh, Ashton Morin. I don't really remember him playing all that much. Um,. Yeah, it's almost an incomplete, just like C minus. It wasn't that bad when he did actually play. He's uh, he's not going to be getting more out of the team anytime soon. I gave him a D and a sad frowny face. Yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm going to give him a C. I got a B minus here, but I'm going to give him a C. And it's and I give him the, I had the B mostly because I kind of wanted more from him, and I realized that. He played, like, what, four games? Five appearances, maybe? Yeah. At most. And I I really wanted so much more for him. Um, but for contribution to the team, even even as limited as it was, C is fair. C is more than fair. I gave him a D2. Uh, partly quality of play. He wasn't terrible when he played, but he certainly wasn't actionable. But mostly due to his exile and just lack of... Anything. I feel bad for him. It's a sad one, mostly. It's, it really is. It's, it's, it's a, I didn't want. I didn't even want to. I put it down. I was like, oh. no, you don't want to give this guy bad. No, bad I, I want to be like, hey, really? Like when he played? Come on, don't you remember when he did? Oh. Mm. But used to be the poster boy for, but the academy and this and that. Mm. And now he's the poster boy for the first team. Yeah, this is what happens if you stay too long. Exactly. Follow run kids, closely run. by Daniel. Yeah, run kids, run exactly. All right. Well, that was a. Dispiriting, <laughs> depressing effort. Great. Come back next week for the midfield. Yeah, all that depression makes me pee. So ask me, ask me, ask me. Ask me, ask me, ask me. Okay, folks, we're almost through with this episode of the Book of Minority Podcast. However, last week we so greatly enjoyed our new segment, Ask VMP, that we've brought it back. And we think we're probably going to keep doing this every single week, so don't be shy. Send us your questions as often as you like. Uh, we won't answer them right away, but send them, and then you'll hear them the next week, because that's how this game works. You're so pre-welcome. Right? I know. I'm very thankful for everything I that know. they... It's like being pre-sprayed by Crew Cat. <laughs> That's a privilege, not a right. Mm-hmm. Wait till the trade happens. Exactly. Come on. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so we're going to just to slate a couple less questions this week. There are a full panel here, and we don't want to overwhelm you, gentle listeners. I want to overwhelm them. Yep. Sorry. They deserve it. Mm-hmm. You can I overwhelm them. I want to dominate them like a silverback. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. They're going to lose Not an team. Atlanta silverback. Oh, okay. That case is fine. <laughs> The next time you host, you can dominate all you like. There you go. <laughs> settle down, settle down. Listen to the outtakes when I throw my poo. <laughs> all right. First VMP question, ask VMP question, is from Roz. Roz is really, this, is this Roz girl is loving this segment. I'm not sure. Uh, do we know her? Have we we still, her? I, I've Some asked kind of around. podcast bunny? <laughs> Groupies. Oh yeah. my god. Oh man. Am I right? Oh. Jeez. Fame. Mm. It's Ash. I know. 
amount of stuff. Cruel mistress. Yeah. Um, who is Bitchy secretly plotting to kill? ACDC. <laughs> I'm like handcuffed on that one. It's risky post-traumatic stress from the uh, the Hell's Bells intro. Oh, oh my God, I have to do this. Jesus, so why am I not thinking like this at all? <laughs> so, yeah, the, the moment she, she ever sees them, she just, boom, claw their eyes out instantly. I think she'd be aiming for all of the denizens of the King Club patio. Because right. there can only be one screeching, preening, time waster at Beemo Field, and that's bitchy. <laughs> Um, I fear it's got to be one of two people. First, it's the guy who was kicking that box the one time. Trying to get her to come out of the box. <laughs> in the cage. Oh, oh. It's like, kick, <laughs> kick, 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 boom. Ooh. No, I not thought, that reference. I thought we had some animal cruelty uh, In the cage. Bitch, you would come out of the cage. So you saw on the screen guy putting the boot to the side of the cage to get, get it come out. Also, the other possible person would be there's this asshole in 225 that always eats their hot dog right when she comes out. <laughs> and he knows, just taunting, just taunting. It's like, oh, oh, look, I've got a hot dog. Aren't you, you can't have it because you're on a tether. She's coming. 225, you know who you are. She's coming. Okay. Hawkbox, am I right? <laughs> Internet. <laughs> it's <there>. Dirty. <laughs> Similar to something that Tony said in terms of there can only be Hawkbox. one loud, <laughs> screeching. Oh, I know where this is going. It's gonna be pretty. Oh, oh, oh. wow! Language. Krista wow. Knowles found the line and crossed <laughs> it. Uh, Rachel Benetta. Oh, <laughs> she's already gone. Doesn't mean she can't still have revenge exacted upon her. That's a good point. All right, and from Will. Uh, what has been your favorite TFC-related hashtag this year? What have we come up with? <laughs> the one I chose for most, and this is was for purely selfish reasons, because I had the most fun with it and no one else did, was the Moore meter, where I rated Luke, oh. Moore's, or I rated <laughs> Luke Moore's performances based on a Roger Moore 007 movie. That's right. If he was particularly bad, he was a moonraker. If he was good, he was, you know, a view to a kill. Even that wasn't good, but I don't no, like but yeah. Um, I'll go with the Nice Yeah was that was a good one Not really a hashtag often But uh, occasionally it was you obviously got your, your obvious ones That is there all the time you got your, your WTFC And your FMLSE uh, Ones Always good uh, general usage Juliao For that specific <laughs> This season My personal favourite one Much like you I did one that Uh Hashtag that's so TFC. And within all of them, I kind of uh, misused diminutive co- Colombian teenage forward, teenager forward, give him away for nothing, now top 10 score. Hashtag that's so TFC. Ship, uh, ship off top score because club misleads his value and stature at club goes on to win MVP. Hashtag that's so TFC. That's my personal favorite. Again, could be a long running one. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of it's a matter of what you can remember because you forgot so much. Replaced by worse shit. Uh, mine was TFC is late because 
when the the one of the were last professors was 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 running late, <laughs> like forty five minutes. Or oh, something. okay. TFC is late. <laughs> Mark. <Whoa. laughs> right. With all breathe, that. Breathe. Hey, hey, hey! I, there's a lot of protection involved, so I don't. I just. You know, scares a, a scare. That was a fun morning. That was how many different, you know, because pro- half of those reasons were probably. It always possible. starts with a fun morning, and then TFC is late. Well, I think I actually, when I read those, I actually made that joke to myself. Was it somebody's pregnant? Honorable okay. uh, references, shout outs to uh, Business Time. Mm. Yes. I enjoyed. Oh, that was good. Uh, Vanny Pack. Vanny Pack. It's going to be good for a long time. <laughs> That's going to be a long time. Well, until Pre- May. That, you know, that, 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 I would dare say that holds a lot. Mm. And, uh, of course, uh, hashtag inhumane. Inhumane. Oh, yeah. How uh, could I forget? Uh, Forgetting is inhumane. We need an in memoriam for hashtags, like at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get to it in time. All right. Uh, Wade Wilson. Wow. Wade's all over this podcast. Mm. Hi, Wade. Uh, who do we think... This is probably the most serious question that we have this week. Who uh. do we think that TFC will pick up from Chivas? It depends on how the whole envelope draw works out and where we end up uh, in the order. But, um, you know, I'll say we don't need Dan Kennedy. We're okay in goal. Let's not waste it on that. If, say, we're right up at the top, have our choice of anyone. Um, If he's actually going to still be around, which I think is a bit of a doubt because his contract went out, so who knows. But hopefully they'd figure that out before putting him in the dispersal draft. Uh, Oswaldo Minda, uh, Ecuadorian... A defensive midfield destroyer. Not much subtlety to him. He'll get a lot of yellow cards, a lot of red cards. Um, but yeah, I think you know, have him and Bradley as the the two defensive guys uh, with Schneider ahead of them. That's a solid midfield. Again, all depends where their pick drops. I could see them going for uh, Andrew Jean Baptiste because he was unnaturally forced into a fullback position, had a subpar 2014, and he's injury prone. Mm. Mm. Perfect TFC. Choice for TFC. Absolutely. <laughs> on his first mistake, fans will demand his head on a platter. <laughs> Bibles. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, oh you, you, you yeah. want this I'm, one for, exactly. for the means alone. Yeah. yeah I mean, who, I, who, I went who went to church school? Exactly. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm like called <laughs> church school. Church school. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it wasn't Little House on the Fucking Church. <laughs> Does the goat have a name? <laughs> the goat. Oh, the, the mascot the goat. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's who we're getting. Goaty goat meat. Or bitchy. Oh no, wait, it's got a name. Um, um, Eric Avila. We're gonna get Eric Avila. No, he's going to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's mm. going to Santo, Santos' little helper. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the uh, Wade Wilson who asked the question. That was his answer. It was a fantastic one. We just get the goat. Just use it as an actual scapegoat. The actual yeah. goat or that weird the muscular goat? The weird mascot goat muscular mascot. goat. Yeah, that's... Super goat. He's awesome. I want super goat. A, I think, I, we call him bro goat. Bro goat? Yeah. Because he looks like he's the body of a like, fist bumping bro who's just come out of the gym. Broly goat? Oh, I gotta help my creatine before I go. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what I want. Not an actual goat. goat. I want mascot goat. <laughs> that? Hey, look, look. Bro. Hey, if the Canadians can co-opt Yuppie, why not? It's my bra. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, this needs to happen. Next question! Last question. Last question! Last question! From Dwayne. Uh, and this is uh, completely not TFC related at all. But 
Much like the podcast. Exactly. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, why is Tara Reid the voice of a generation? <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Go on. Yeah. See, Tara Reid is an exception. You've got your, you know, your Gen Xers, Gen Xers, Gen Yers. There was a very, very small sliver gap where she became the voice of a very vapid generation. Now, why is because she's the only one that survived due to natural selection. All the other ones are pretty much dead. Nobody misses them. Most of them were hit by cars, bikes, even more innocuous things. By default, by being the last person standing, somehow, she became the voice of a generation. Hmm. Interesting. That, that does actually make sense. Yeah. I'm, I think it comes out of American Pie. She's not quite the boobtastic Shannon Elizabeth. She played much against typecast. The brainy, you know, prudish one. Uh, Wasn't from Van Wilder. No, and no, no. It all it all comes journalist. out of American Pie, but it represents her career arc. Represents life. <laughs> Most of us think <laughs> we're gonna go on to great things, you know. Leap. American Pie. See it as our youth. Not all of us get to be, you know, on Orange Is the New Black or How I Meeting Your Mother. No. In the end, most of us end up publicly drunk with our boob hanging out at a party. Happened. <laughs> and at the end of it, we're in Sharknado. Mm. It's life. It's an encapsulation of life. That's why she speaks for a generation. This is true. If Ian Ziering is on your speed dial... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's Ian Ziering is on my metaphorical speed dial. Ooh. That's how I ended up here. That's a different generation <laughs> he speaks for. Nee, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm a Walsh. I have to do that. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh. Did you get called Brandon at school? There was a Richard Walsh at our school. When, when, Brandon. When, I lived, when I lived in Czech, in Czech Republic, second day. Tony Walsh? Like Brandon Walsh? <laughs> they had just got the show. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun two years. <laughs> like the 90210. Um, I don't know all that much about Tara Reid, really, but uh, she seems sort of trashy and pointless, so yeah, yeah. Nailed it. We Which... didn't say how she represents TFC. I was about to no, say. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a generation as a whole, you know, mm. all these, these young'uns down mm. there. Mm. Yeah. All right, fine answers. <laughs> now you shook your fist at youngsters. Yes, it wouldn't be a show yes. unless you shook your fist at youngsters. Why? Tara Reid is the voice of generation because she shows that you two can dye your hair a shitty shade of blonde, over tan, get a really bad boob job, and really horrible liposuction, and still somehow get work. So perseverance in the face of sharks. Exactly. A shining example to us all. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. All right. That is all we have for you folk this week, but come back next week when we review our sparkling midfield. Take a quick peek at Canada and Panama. Hopefully the lights don't go out. Go through our first ever full season VMP TFC awards. And, uh, of course, ask more VMP. And one last thing, we look ahead to the Shiva's dispersal draft. It's a filled, it's just a busy, busy show next week like they all are. Jam-packed. Jam-packed. Thank you. That was the word, phrase I was looking for. Welcome. I know. Uh, Until that, next week, Toronto, get used to it. 
I was here. Yeah, I was here too. Uh, you, can find du- you can find Hi, Duncan everybody. on that. At Duncan D. Fletcher. Yeah, thanks, man. Lost my way. You can Mark find. Is available uh, at Ignatok. I G N I R T O Q on the Twitters. Thank you very much. You know who else you can find on the Twitter? Who? You can find Tony Wall. No shit. At the Yorkies, eighteen twelve. Motherfucker. That's true. Also, you know who I like going on the Twitter? What's that? Duncan D. Fletcher. Oh, I heard it's pretty good about that. No, it's KZ Knowles. That's what it's all about. That's who I follow. Clearly. The only person I follow. I've got one follow. I follow one person. It's just her. You need to retweet more, by the way. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I promise. Her memory is is what it's all about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry about that, folks. Had a lapse. See you next week. Get used to it. I did. Now that's an ending. Winston Churchill didn't just go out there and say, well, you know, we're going to try our hardest and see what happens. Yeah, we'd like to tell everybody we'd like to win the war. We'll lose on the East Coast. We'll lose on the West Coast. We will always surrender. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try to, but it might. We'll try not to, but it might happen. (laughs) The age's not over yet. It was our finest hour. Too bad about the other 20 minutes. The VMP dispersal track. Yeah, you're going. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Where am I going, though? Forward, always forward. (laughs) The Lion's Den, the Orlando City podcast. Ooh. That'd be a hell of a gimmick. Do a three-minute podcast on from another team, yeah. <laughs> Just mocking them. Yeah. <laughs> this week on Sporting KC Talk, we're good, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> this has been Sporting KC Talk. Well, <laughs> it's from Nirvana. Welcome to this <laughs> the Seattle podcast. So, after we invented soccer, yeah, we'll be right back. And grunge, and Frazier. <laughs> we've brought, scrambled eggs we've brought back flannel <laughs> welcome to 90 minutes and 40 wives the RSL podcast <laughs> on this show polygamy polygamy you too <laughs> on this show milk salt the <laughs> lake city <laughs> oh point so to the only Englishman in the room why don't you get him to say Winston Churchill so it sounds authentic mm. We will never. He we would always right show there. Where was I born? You sound authentic. <laughs> oh, we you, can. You mm. lost your miner's accent long ago. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'm okay. choking on tea just to prove how, <laughs> how outraged see? I am. See? <laughs> That's not proper tea. That's <laughs> fucking fancy David's tea. It's probably made out of some ridiculous fucking vegetable. That's what, it's not that's what I'm talking about. You know where Yorkshire from. tea or anything like that. <laughs> We're allowed flavor south of Birmingham. <laughs> For Apologies, a, a flavorless life, a flavorless childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking southerners. <laughs> uh, Landon Dean, Landon Donovan, Robbie Keane, and all. And uh, start again. <sighs> Landon Dean, Robbie Keane, et al. Did their thing. Who's Landon Dean? Who's Landon Dean? Bobby Dean's cousin. Hey, I'm Landon Dean. Try my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Landon Dean sausage. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, that's a good that's first. Comes that's out of the water fountain yeah. instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's how they make the sausage. If they grind it up and it comes out of a water fountain and there's casings. Yeah. Yeah. And Donovan's there to just bite each one off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. They don't While twist. looking at you. <laughs> Seductive. First up, LA versus Real Salt Lake. Kristen Knowles has a question before we get there. Is the grabber intentional? Yes, it's Dong Grabber. Commissioner Dong Grabber. Commissioner Dong Grabber. No. Come on. Just kidding. Give the man his respect. Yeah, get your hands in your pocket. No. Speaking of Dong Grabber, how did Landon Donovan do? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At least he kept eye contact. <laughs> Keen on the other end of the thumbs up. Good job. Good job. You can never tear us apart. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and masturbate while hanging ourselves. And scene. That's not a song on the album. <laughs> oh, it is. That was later. <laughs> that was Suicide Line. It, it, it was an extra track. <laughs> Choking on something? A new sensation for him. Nothing really matters, especially the ending. Sorry. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to her. I see a little silhouette of a show. 